You are tuned into the Full Grip Podcast. I'm your host, Alamide. Thank you for tuning in. But please excuse my congested voice and troubled breathing. I have terrible allergies. In the first installment of the relationship series, we will be discussing ways to protect your peace in relationships and why it's important to do so. I decided to set aside this episode first because the tools I'm going to share will help you maintain healthy relationships that are necessary to do self-work and address personal toxicities because it's important to have the right people in your village to support you through this. Successful and happy relationships require patience, communication, and understanding from everyone involved, whether it's your friends, romantic partners, family members, or just people in general. Different relationships require different levels of each, but no relationship outside of the ones you share with yourself, your God, and your children should ever leave you feeling drained, depleted, or like you've counted your beliefs and values or lost respect for yourself to make them work. As a black woman, everything from my upbringing to the messed up patriarchal society we live in has pushed me to live for everyone but myself. When I became a big sister, I had to almost act as a second or third parent to my siblings and learn to take care of home, not only to help my parents, but also to become a valuable wife to whichever man I would marry in the future. God forbid parents actually teach their sons to cook and clean, right? Move on to school where my Nigerian parents are reminding me that I have to become this uber successful doctor, engineer, or lawyer to relieve them of their hard work and strife and to give them a reason to brag to their friends. So A's weren't celebrated in my household. They were expected. They were required. Move on to friendships where I now have to bring the fun all the time, but also play counselor, stylist, and confidant to basically a life-appointed sibling because I don't just call anyone my friend. Let's not even start to break down a black woman's role in romantic relationships where we now have to be our partner's muse, problem solver, homekeeper, caretaker, and childbearer all in one. Now, none of these tasks are so extremely burdensome because for me, no act or effort is too big for me to do for the people that are closest to me. I am happy to play a lot of these roles and even love doing them, but I'm not willing to appease someone without a mutual respect or reciprocation of my effort and consideration. People will run you dry and have no remorse about it. I saw a tweet the other day that seems to be a great reference to this point, and the tweet read, only black women are expected to develop a self-esteem that doesn't correlate with the actual treatment we receive. We are expected to be superhuman, unshaken by abuse, and develop a ridiculously unrealistic and borderline magical type of resilience. Enough is enough. This tweet was by Popping Hot Tea on Twitter, P-O-P-I-N-G-H-O-T-T-E-A. So what I got from that is that words and actions hurt. It takes a lot of work to heal from those things. I am not invincible and I definitely was not sent here. Black women were not sent to this earth to carry everyone else's burdens and sustain maltreatment while neglecting ourselves and our needs. I personally refuse to accept any treatment or situation that does not match my energy and or add to my happiness and you should refuse it too. 
People are not disposable. True. But there are too many people in this world to trip over one. The way people treat others can be a deflection of their insecurities or just displaced anger or guilt. Just as equally, the way you allow people to treat you is also a reflection of how you view yourself. I'm not discouraging humility or asking you to take yourself too seriously. And I am completely cognizant of the fact that we experience traumas that destroy self-esteem, happiness, and so many other things. But you cannot expect another person to respect, love, and value you if you don't respect, love, or value yourself first. This brings me to the first step, which is to make sure you love yourself first. This will improve how you feel about yourself, but also attract people that are similar-minded to you and willing to love you and meet you where you are. You have to amp up the self-care with no excuses. It can be as simple as disconnecting for an allotted time every day, putting your phone or specific people on do not disturb so you're not bombarded by their mess. Or you can journal and work out and just be. Or you can get like me and adopt a daily nighttime routine that solely consists of self-love, skincare, and pampering for anywhere from 45 minutes to two hours. I probably need to dedicate an entire episode to yoga at this point, but it's taught me that my entire being deserves me setting aside time every day to focus on nothing but self. When you do these things, you connect with yourself on a deeper level and learn what you like and dislike. You also develop the resolve to defend yourself and your needs. This brings me to the point of setting realistic boundaries about what you can accept from yourself and others. You must hold yourself accountable, but also communicate the boundaries with other people because no one can read your mind. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Folks aren't always trying to hurt you. They may not know they're hurting you, or they may be dealing with something completely outside of you that they're not handling in the best way. Communicate your feelings and see how they receive it. Side note, if you're in a verbally, physically, sexually, or emotionally abusive relationship, this message is not for you. The best thing you can do is to figure out a safe exit strategy to physically distance yourself from the person and mentally detach yourself from the situation. No one is deserving of abuse and you literally have to remove yourself from the situation to be able to see how destructive it is and to heal from it. Now back to communicating. Know that people have every right to not give a damn about your feelings and to stay the same. But that is when you have to respect yourself and follow through on the boundaries you set by limiting your interactions with that person or by walking away from them. As my good sis Beyonce Knowles Carter said, until I see some of my notes applied, it doesn't make sense for me to make more. Translation. I don't have anything for you, pimp. I'm not that girl that's sending long paragraphs because 10 times out of 10, I'm going to end up repeating myself. I don't have time to let someone stress me to the point that I end up on Snapped or a Lifetime movie remake. I will move right along and wish you well because clearly I am not the woman or friend for you. When you're talking to a full-grown adult, you have to know and understand that they heard you clear the first time. Do not let people walk all over you. 
Because if you continue to move the same way with someone that's indifferent to how their words and actions make you feel, they will repeat the behavior. It's 100% guaranteed and you're going to be left feeling devalued and suppressing your feelings. On the other hand, a good friend, a good relative, and a dedicated partner will expound on the conversation to try to understand where you're coming from. They may even correct some things that you have said wrong or misconceptions, but ultimately both of you will find a way forward. This makes for a stronger relationship where all parties are comfortable and aware of the boundaries in place. Now we have to remember that delivery is key, right? The way you choose to present your emotions and the way you're feeling is important because the same way that you're asking for more respect or more effort or whatever is the same way that you have to regard that person with respect, right? Clearly, this is somebody that you want to keep in your life or that you just want to understand you better, right? So manage your tone, manage how you speak to them, and keep your goal in mind. Call them out of their name. Don't, you know, don't raise your voice because just me personally, I'm not going to sit there and listen to you yell in my face. I'm not a child, right? I'm not going to sit there and listen to you call me out of my name because don't ask me for respect when you can't respect me. I definitely used to be that person that was mad aggressive and assertive because I had to be mad defensive, right? No one's going to disrespect me because that's just not what I'm going to stand for. But that shouldn't be your energy with someone that you value and someone that you want to have a better and closer relationship with, right? So just try to remember that you have to be patient and just because you're bringing up this this thing that irks you so much doesn't mean that the person you're speaking to hasn't had to put up with your own bullshit, right? We all have friends, we all have family, and no one is perfect. Don't ever think that you can just go up to somebody and be disrespectful and they'll take it because they've probably already had to deal with some other things that you throw at them that they may have not expressed before, right? But we can always try to reach a different level of understanding with each other. So hopefully these tools I've shared will help you take your power back and reach a point of balance in your relationships so you don't feel completely powerless, right? The steps seem relatively simple, but they can be quite difficult when you have to step outside of yourself and be vulnerable with your parents that you just have never had to stand up to or somebody that may or may not receive what you have to say, right? So thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this is helpful. We'll be covering so much more in this relationship series and especially more about how we ourselves contribute to the toxicity that we see in our relationships and our lives. So I really hope you stay tuned in. Please reach out to me on Twitter and Instagram at exquisite, E-X-Q-U-I-I-S-I-T-E underscore. I'd love and appreciate any thoughts you had about the podcast or just hearing about anything you would like for me to cover in the relationship series or beyond that. Thank you so much. Speak to you soon.